So this is just a quick um, kind of like pre-ramble intro thing. It's Nick. If you haven't figured that out already, um, if you're if you've come to listen to this episode to hear the final of the ultimate attraction competition that we've been doing you're out of luck because we didn't do it on this episode um we got a bit distracted and we didn't plan for it properly so we didn't do it on this episode however what we will be doing is putting out the semi-final uh, rounds of the competition out on our social medias because we'd like to uh, have your feedback in case of a tie break situation so we will put those out and then we'll have that on next month's episode and also stick around till the end of the episode because there is going to be a surprise enjoy Podcast, a universal podcast for grown-ups from the After Dark and Connect world. There may be a few naughty words, so it may not be suitable for kids. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome to another episode of That Universal Podcast. I'm Nick, and on this episode I'm joined by Ryan. Hello. I'm joined by P-Dubs for Washington. Hello. I'm joined by Mr. D. Hello. Aloha. Aloha. And yeah. I am also joined by Craig. Hello, everybody. What's the malarkey? Let's like, yeah, let's talk about that malarkey in just a second. Do you know why I do that? I introduce you like that, Craig. Why? Because <clears throat> vo- that's what your voicemail does. <laughs> when you find your voice well, it goes, Craig. <laughs> can't answer the phone right now. <laughs> Craig, sad Craig. Sad Craig. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I do it. Um, oh. So let's talk about the elephant in the room. Um, so obviously we've had great, um, great laughs at Ryan getting slagged off in our reviews across various podcasts, and that is great. Many, fun. And, many laughs. And please keep it up because <laughs> Ryan likes nothing more than to be slagged off in Apple iTunes reviews. But um, we did have a negative review recently on this podcast, and not because of the actual content and not because of any of the hosts, really, um, but because um, they felt that we were belittling COVID because it was referred to as malarkey. Now, I can only imagine, Craig, that one of us must have said that it was some kind of malarkey, definitely, Craig. But um, when when we talk about things being a bit of a malarkey, it's like a bit of a, a pain. I don't know what the, the version of malarkey means in America or anything like that, but it's not to belittle it. And... To be honest, it, it kind of really irks me because we've been, across all of our podcasts since the pandemic first hit, we've been very serious about how uh, bad COVID is. I wasn't even talking about COVID. I was talking about the COVID malarkey. <laughs> okay, explain the COVID malarkey then. 
So COVID is obviously the COVID, right? Yeah. But the COVID malarkey is all the ramifications and the implications and everything that we're dealing with in the aftermath, the empty businesses, the people who haven't seen loved ones for so long. Yep. Not just the horrible uh, poor people who have died because of the COVID. The COVID malarkey is everything surrounding the COVID. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's how I saw it. So I don't know how it's been interpreted, but let me just... Probably an American. Was it an American? I, I can only assume. But just to, just to really emphasise the fact that, one, that was the intention, and that's what I was trying to kind of get at, but Craig yeah. said more eloquently than that. But secondly, let's not forget, right, at the beginning of this, my dad died from it. So at no exactly. point... And your uncle... I, and my uncle, well, there was a few months later. And Marlene's yeah. sister next door. Her and Marlene's sister neighbor. next door. And thankfully, K-Terms was not affected. But so, that, we, that we know of. So what do we think the dictionary definition of malarkey actually is? Um, I uh, I think P-Dubs looked up for me. Yeah, right. Um, Why have you got no dictionaries in your house? No, I have front of me. So I know what sit, it is. Yeah, right. I've, I've read it. I can't remember what it is. Go on, to, to, to it's, it's, it's like non it's nonsense you know um yeah it's, there's there's different different versions of them, but, yeah. but yeah you know. yeah but covid itself is not nonsense like that no. is not the, that is not what we were saying that no. is not what i think we were saying. talking about all the all the kind of hassle the hullab- and the hullabaloo yeah yeah all the all the sort of spin-off effects of of covid so if you want, there's actually a, a British American actor called Michael Malarkey. Oh, Mike, yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Malarco, love him. <laughs> See him down the key towns. Big, yeah. big fan, big fan. Like well, um, Craig, what are you having for cake and beef to water? Is it beef to water Malarkey? Is he fish cake? Fish um, cake. he wasn't fish there. Oh, he wasn't fish. there. What's that? No, he's banged off. But so, yeah. So the thing is, if you want to leave a negative review or you want to say anything negative be our guest right i'm not going to tell you not to like all podcasts go oh yeah leave us five star reviews you know, there is a bit there is a podcast called be our guest nick is not saying if you want to leave a negative review be our guest because they've done they're not involved in this no okay? and, and they they are formerly guests of our disney podcast so yes. i'd rather that not be the case but yeah so if you want to slag us off slag us off for for stuff that you don't like slag us off because ryan's on here if you yeah. want you know, it's Ryan in the corner, right? To be, fair, to be fair, I'm expecting it. This is the first Universal show I've been on for a while, expecting an influx of negative <laughs> views. <laughs> I was really, I've been really enjoying that Universal podcast, but then Ryan started to back on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, like really, Ryan with all his malarkey, you know. <laughs> but I wanted to address that, and and funny enough, because of just when the the time has come to record this. <laughs> this episode and the fact of what's been happening in the parks then it, i think it's more relevant than ever that we uh, like kind of talk about um you know what we meant by covid malarkey because it's definitely going to come up to play in the news but that being said because we've rambled on um and i don't know about everyone else but i'm a bit parched so mm-hmm. i am going to remember this time to ask what everybody's drinking and Good. as ryan hasn't been on for a while uh ryan what are you drinking I've got a cup of uh, Twining's English breakfast tea. Oh, didn't expect that answer from Ryan. No, that's, that's more a P-Dubs one. So P-Dubs, yeah. don't let us down. Uh, I've just got some H2O. 
Oh, huh? he's he's out P dubsed. <laughs> Ryan. It's taking it to, it's taking it to another level. Um, Mr. D, what are you drinking? Okay, I'm taking it to a different level in the other direction, right? So I've got something a bit special. Never tried this before. Ooh. Hamilton Brewery, which is a London brewery, and it's called Crunch. And it's a peanut butter milk stout. Oh, there we go. I'm not, I'm not a stout fan. Me neither. I but I'm going to give it a go. I've just got to try it. You know? Yeah. Try you it said pe- Here we go. peanut butter. Yeah. Oh. Oh wow. Oh, oh hey. Hey. Well, that's a bit different. Does it like taste? That. Does it taste no, like what it's, it's supposed yeah, to? Yeah. Yeah. It does. It's weird. It's almost like a peanut butter flavored Guinness. Go and get the. Um, I tell you what, it's toast tea now. That's a good idea. Yeah. No. So, I'd so Hamilton, Hamilton Brewery. Where where can we purchase this from? You can get it in Whole Foods in London. That's what I got. It from. Oh bloody hell! Jesus Christ! Why am I, what? Why am I going to go to Whole Foods in London to get a stout? Like I, need I don't know. Other than that, oh man. Well, I'm going to London. Other places, I don't know. But I'm going to London. Hamilton Brewery. Weeks, so I'll, I'll grab one. Thank you. I don't man. think I could drink a lot of it, but it's nice. One yeah. can of it is uh, goes a long way. That's fair, nice. fair enough. I just thank Ryan for getting me a stout, which is not what he was saying. He was saying he was going to go and get himself a stout. Oh no, I don't <laughs> like peanut butter. I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll get a couple and send them around to people. Oh, very, very mm. much. Oh, um, Craigafar, what are you drinking? I am drinking a can of Brew Dog. Oh, we got nice. Punk AF. Oh. Alcohol-free IPA. Nice. Oh. What's, what's oh, it nice. like? I've not tried the um, the zero alcohol brew dogs. What's it like? Well, this one I drank four of these coming back from London a few well uh, before the whole COVID, and it's grapefruit essence of grapefruit. It's a lovely. <laughs> The sound effects there. I now feel a bit crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That was a bit. That was a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Lovely. Okay. Well, I've got something reflux. Something a bit different. Um, (laughs) Not totally different, but it's something I've not had before. So I have got. um, It's called Topo Chico Tropical Mango Hard Seltzer. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, that's the most lady of all the drinks. Indeed. Chico time. It is Chico time. So I, now I, I picked this up in Sainsbury's the other week when I was doing shopping. So I don't normally go to Sainsbury's. Mm. I hadn't seen this brand before. So I thought I'd pick one of these up. I didn't really look at the can. I'm going to look at the alcohol content. So it's a 4.7. So that's pretty mm. good. But yeah. do you know what that makes it though, Nick? What's that? That makes it an alcohol seltzer. An alcohol seltzer, yeah. Yeah. So, well, it's a hard seltzer, um, but yeah. but what I didn't realise is that this is actually manufactured by Coca-Cola European Partners. So, Coca-Cola have got into the hard seltzer game, yeah. which is a little bit... Are we going to see Coke hard seltzer? I don't know. It'll be interesting. Anyway, let's... I think Cherry Pepsi Max with alcohol in, probably just like... Just drinking it and getting blitzed would be boss. I've done that oh, before. Just, just whack a bit of vodka in it. Well, yeah, a bit of rum. Yeah, yeah, but you can taste that, can't you? Oh. Yeah, and that the point. Oh, oh, sound effects tonight, isn't it? Just, just going back to where you can get this crunch. Yeah, I, I, I did have an idea that I posted in the chat mm-hmm. where we could 
um, come together, as it were, now that the restrictions have been listed. Oh, I possibly mm. somewhere where this could be purchased nearby, like maybe London or yep. Brighton or whatever. Yep. There we go. We could have a meeting. I'm down with that. I'm down with yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. It's been long overdue. That um, I'll, I'll bring the crunch. That hard seltzer. I'll bring the heroin. That's again. Is that um, a female hero? That um. So this Topo Chico doing a few, a few flavors, but I got tropical mango because I hadn't had one of those before. Um, it it smells. It tastes a little bit like the Captain Morgan's rum that I had, the pineapple um mango rum. But obviously not quite as strong as that. But um, that's that's nice. Good yeah, dog, I recommend yeah. that. Yeah, sounds nice. Yeah. yeah. What was what was the make? Topo Chico. Topo Chico. All right. Yeah. I'll have to look I, out for I'm that. Not, Where did you get that one? Sainsbury's. I'm not a fan so. of White Claw. White Claw is the one that they sell in most places, and that's like the big American brand. But mm. I don't actually rate it as much as some of the other ones. Um, it's not the new name for Winter Soldier. White Claw. Yeah, it's um almost. almost. Scratch your eyes out. Yeah. Um. Anyway, look, that's enough for uh, drinking talk. Um. Let's go and have a look at what is going on inside the parks. Hello, this is Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel. Interested in a Universal vacation? I can help you find the best deal for your family. There are tons of options at Universal, and I can help you choose the best ones and help build an itinerary to help you maximize your time there. I make the plans and you make the memories. Contact me at Wendy Prater at MagicalJourneysTravel.com. So, does anybody want to go first? Well, I mean, on the on the COVID theme, mm. there's been quite a few changes to the kind of safety restrictions in the parks. Um, outdoor um, wearing of masks is no longer necessary. Mm. Temperature checks no longer necessary. And yeah. then I think uh, the social distancing distance has, uh, has been removed uh, or been, sorry, reduced to three it's feet. Been, yeah, it's been half, hasn't it, from six? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think Disney are, are pretty much following suit there. But, uh, but that's certainly true for Universal. I think Universal went first. Yeah, it was, it was, very, it was a very tight race. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to just be a matter of hours between uh, the parks announcement on that. Um, Bloggers didn't know where to go first. No, no, that some some of them actually um, spontaneously combusted. It was like wacky like races here instead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> alleged, alleged. Um, I think the other thing that on that is that's only true in Florida at the minute. Um, yeah. California are keeping the. Old guidelines until June fifteenth. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a state by state mandate. So that yeah. is what Florida of Florida decided to change their mandate, and mm-hmm. um, and obviously with that, Universal and Disney kind of beats their own drum, but they've obviously relaxed things um, themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Um, I mean, obviously from a, a comfort point of view, it's it's a good thing. Um, you know, it's going to start to get hotter in the next well, couple of months. So, na- nationally, hasn't the president said if you've had both your vaccines, you no longer have to wear a mask? Yes, but the problem with that is that if you look at the statistics, um, I think we were talking about this on a previous show. Um, you know, there's there's quite um, 
a sizable amount of people that have just gone for the first vaccine and haven't gone back for their second, like just haven't attended their second shot for various reasons. The other problem you've got is there's no way of, of, of proving it either way. So yeah. you're just going to have people going, yeah, I've had vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't explain that. I'm not. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, and I mean, look, we're not talking, we're not, there's no superiority complex here. Like we're not doing it much better either. Um, you know, we, we haven't lifted our restrictions as much as, um, as America has, but, uh, you know, we're, we're at probably similar stages of, of vaccine rollout. I think we're a little bit further ahead in terms of second doses. I think, I think we're a little bit ahead now. Um, but just because most people are turning up for their second shot, but America, there is a, a, a sizable number that, that aren't, um, I don't know. To me, it just still feels a bit, a bit too soon. I mean, a lot of people are overjoyed. Yeah, that but very clear. I was walking around London the other day, no mask on, no temperature checks. Whenever I went indoors, I wore a mask. Whenever I wasn't indoors, I socially distanced as best as I could. I would say, if anything, you probably cleaner in a in a theme park because they'll have staff on cleaning all the touch points you know going through the queues and stuff wiping stuff down and you wouldn't be touching them anyway if you were sensible if you were you know being sensible you'd be using a hand sanitizer you'd be following the guidelines washing your hands and stuff i think it's it's just yeah i think it's just inevitable really i think yeah it's um to try and there comes a point where, you know, people will support it if they can see the reasoning for it. But when the vaccinations are kicking in and the rates are falling, then it becomes harder and harder to, you know, maintain something like this, especially as you get into, like, we we went up to London today, so we wore a mask all the way up on the train and for quite a lot of the day. We didn't have to wear it walking around outside, but, yeah. you know, in shops and things like that. And, and it is a pain. And that, and it wasn't particularly, in fact, it was pretty cold today. Um, so in Florida, wearing that the whole day, it, it would be a nightmare. Yeah, you As need... someone uh, who is hopefully going late August, the news yeah. was very welcome, especially as yeah. both both of us here have had our both doses of the vaccine. Yeah. But it, I think we were talking about it and we were saying that if it's super crowded, like when you're queuing to get in to, to the park or... You know, at the start of the day, um, both in Universal or, or Disney, you know, have like Main Street gets pretty busy, kind of diagonally gets pretty busy start of the day. I'd probably just keep my mask on, you know, five, ten minutes. But from the, for the most part, when it starts to clear out a bit, I'll take it off. Yeah, and I suppose that's the thing, right? They've not gone the other way and have not said you can't wear a mask. And yeah. I think I think a level of this has to come down to your own comfort but but hasn't the science been muggled up all the way through this we've now forgotten that the mask is to protect others and not necessarily yourself unless you've got a mask that protects yourself if you've just got a standard mask you're protecting others as a common courtesy that's all yeah and i've got i think both types of i've got masks that are just you know regular masks and i've got ones that are going out masks diamonds on them yeah filtration type masks that are there to you know, protect you from breathing anything in 
Um, We've probably done this one to death, I think, but uh, it is what it is. But yeah, it's good to see some normality starting to return because on the back of numbers falling, the trends are are positive. That's that's the main thing. And I think the thing you, I think, I think my only kind of my main reservation, and I don't think this is affecting America yet, which is obviously like great. Is we you know we we now have on our island another variant. Yeah, but that's going to happen. No, no, no. It, I know, no, I know, I know. It's I know over time this is going to happen. But the fact is, it doesn't need. It didn't need to happen now, and it has. So, and 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 the problem is, is that no one categorically at this moment can say that what we're being vaccinated against is going to um, protect us against this new variant. Because no one knows. Like, no, but there, there, there is some indication that it does, Nick. Uh, yeah. And then the other thing is, this isn't the first new variant. We've had about three or four new variants. Yeah. This is just the latest new variant. Yeah. I think it's, I it's actually it's looking pretty positive. I think the they've just had done a study in um, Delhi using AstraZeneca, and it looks very good. And India is getting decimated because India is in pure poverty, and nobody is helping them. The, we've got the NHS, we've got vaccinations. You've got a very good chance if you get into hospital now because of it, you're going to survive. In India, they haven't. So people yeah, and, are dying in the streets. And also, and that's, as well, it's, that's it's, the bigger story. It's populist as well, isn't it? It's, yeah. It comes down to how po- like densely populated an area is. And obviously, India has, yeah. you know, has problems with that, with being very densely populated. The Where? other thing as well is like the, the vaccinations that although they've hit millions and millions, it's still it, it's only around ten percent, or it was a few weeks ago, mm. of the population mm. that have been vaccinated. Yeah. Okay, I think um, the other thing I didn't mention was um, come back to Universal with single rider is is coming back again as well. So again, another another step back towards normal normality. I've got to be honest; I was a little bit confused why that stopped. That was one I couldn't really work out why they, think, they got rid of it. Well, potentially, well, if they were doing the job properly, you wouldn't be sitting next to somebody, would you? But you could have sat next to a stranger who wasn't in your family, maybe. Mm. It probably it probably is a couple of things. I mean, it it will reduce raid capacity, given that Cassie's already reduced, and now you know, rather than having twos and you know family groups raiding together, um, but then also they probably needed the queue space. For the mm. social distancing. Anyway, I just, so um, that was my piece of news, but there's others. There's more. There is. I'm there sure. Is, there is more. Um, so, uh, if no one else has brought it up, Velocicoaster has been in soft opening Ooh. for a considerable amount of time now. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that we've all seen footage of it. Nope. Not going to. No, no I don't do that. I, I've seen the queue, but I haven't looked at a single on-ride. Yeah. I listened yeah. to a podcast which was talking to people who had been on it. So I've I've got a general sense of it, but I'm not going to watch anything until we go. I never do. The, the queue ride sounds fantastic. Well, yeah. well, I've seen it. So without I won't say anything else, but it looks fantastic. And the roller coaster, I'm not interested in. It's just a roller coaster. But like me, it's probably the best roller coaster now in the whole of the world. It's Carlsberg, a... the roller coasters. Yeah. 
it's had it's had really good feedback. It's had really yeah. positive feedback. Um, yeah, it, everything I've heard's been very very positive. Yeah, it looks scary as hell, and I'll be completely honest. Um, I'm going to have to ride it when I go, <laughs> whenever I go back. But it does put the fear of God into me. Um, but at the same time, I've done Rick Ride Rocket, so what could be worse? Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. There's I nothing think, yeah. on Velocicoaster that I've seen that looks worse than what I've done on Rick Ride Rocket, so I'll, I think I'll be all right. I'm glad yeah. that this has got good reviews because it's probably all we're going to see until Epic Universe opens. Well, I don't uh, even know. I don't even know where you know without without closing something down. I'm actually struggling to think where they could put something new anyway. There was oh, yeah. wasn't there some talk about them. Um, haven't they got the uh, oh god, forget we call it. Is it the Indoor Raptor in the in Hollywood's Jurassic River oh, Adventure? Um, yeah, mm. so they've they, yeah, so what they did was they turned the Jurassic Park River Adventure into the, into the Jurassic World River Adventure. Yeah. So they've rethemed that attraction, they've added yeah. uh, new sections, screens. <laughs> And based well, on the very based on screens. the backstory for the Velocicoaster, there was some. It could be interpreted that that's the direction they're going to go in with mm. the Hollywood, with the uh, Universal Florida version as well. I think I think if I'm honest, they they've kind of backed themselves into a corner, literally. If you think about it, um, because you can't really have Jurassic Park, and then you can't really have Jurassic World. Like just rethink the whole section, and yeah. it pains me to say it because, you know, obviously, I, I thought Jurassic World was quite good. I've sailed on it a little bit over time. Um, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom is bloody awful, um, but Terrible. it is what yeah. it is. Um, so at the end of the day, it's a it's a new franchise, right? You know, it's yeah. it's rethemed it for a whole new generation who Jurassic Park doesn't have the same uh, emotional attachment that it does for us. So I, I'm not saying I want to see it go down the Jurassic World route, but at the same time, I think you're going to, you know, it's going to be. Because, I mean, yeah. even if you think about the um, the raptor meat that they've got there, that's Jurassic World, isn't it? Yeah, yeah isn't like, it? It's blue, yeah. 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 So you're already theming everything else around it. Yeah, I know. I know. Petron Flyers is still, still that. It's not really even themed to Jurassic Park. You could rip that out, couldn't you, and put something in there? But you don't even. Well, the thing is, actually, Just leave it. yeah. So I mean, there were, you didn't even get the the Petrodons in Jurassic Park until the third one, anyway, did you? They weren't in the first two films. Whilst they've been in, in Jurassic World from the beginning, so you know all of that could quite easily be changed. It's just that the gate's so iconic. I know that's what I was going to say. It would pain me to see that removed. Yeah, yeah, it killed me with the Hollywood one because that that mm. was one of those iconic things. The first time I'd I'd been to a theme park, it was one of the first major attractions I'd ever been on. Mm. Yeah. And to walk through those gates and then to get on the ride and go through them again with the gates mm. opening in front of you, it's just it's, yeah. it's one of those things that hits you from from those films. Yeah, and, yeah I agree. And to see it gone, it's going to be. It's going to be quite heartbreaking, but I can understand why it mm. is a it is a step up. Um, there's no doubt about that with what they've done, um, and they've upgraded the Hollywood one already. Yeah. Um, while they've been closed, so it looks incredible. Um, I have watched the ride footage of that, and that is a significant improvement. 
and they need to do something with the Orlando one. It's it's really showing its age. Mm. You know, the, the 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 dinosaurs are really old tech, old generation. That and whole area took a bit of a battering, yeah. didn't it? With yeah. with Kong being built and and everything, and then with the the new ride, the whole area looks tired. I thought it yeah. looked tired when we were out there the last time. Yeah. Well, you've had Potter, Kong, now Velocicoaster. Yeah, right, Potter so. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's good. I'm looking forward to getting to see it. Hopefully next year. Yeah. But um, it's uh, it's good. I mean, that's well, uh, Born Stuntacular has got good reviews, and now uh, this has got good reviews. Oh, well there's done. there's certainly there's certainly more at Universal right now that I want to see than mm. at Disney. Um. But I mean, rises rise of the resistance is the only thing for me at Disney. The yeah, runaway railway war that does not really look terrible. I've heard uh, good things about it though. Feedback's been pretty good on it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of those Mickey Mouse cartoons, mm. so I'm, I'm, looking forward I'm, to I'm seeing quite it. happy for it. I'm yeah. happy to see it as well. But but no, I mean, it, it looks like a good coaster. Um, I'm really excited to, to see it in real in real life and to actually just get to experience it at least once in my life <laughs> and, then, and then decide whether or not I can face going on it again. Um, but yeah. Um, was there any other news that anyone had I've got a seen? couple of uh, Jurassic-related news pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a new um, IPA that they just released Ooh, at, the, yes. at, at the park, which is um, a Mosasaurus, a Mosasaurus, uh, the big kind of aquatic dinosaur and it's uh, eating a shark that looks a little bit like uh, Jaws. And uh, that's now available in several locations in the Jurassic Park area. Um, it's $11 for a pint or with a, with a souvenir cup, it's $14. I mean, that's London prices. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean to be honest, <laughs> $11 is like, yeah, it is what it is. It looked pretty good as well, to be fair. Yeah. I do like an IPA. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I mean, I will pull, pull you up on one thing, Ryan. Mm. I could pretty much say that every shark looks like Jaws. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I just because it's universal, I feel like they've, yeah. they've done that. I know, but not a um, hammerhead. It's not a hammer. It is a great um, way to be fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, with that said, I mean, I remember seeing the, the trailer for Jurassic World, and that was one of the iconic shots, wasn't it? Was uh, mm. that dinosaur kind of coming out of this massive pool, like jumping out of this pool to to eat. Um, I can't remember what it, if it was a shark that it ate in the film or a crocodile. But whatever. Yeah, no, they they hung a shark, didn't they? They hung a shark above it. it. Was a shark. Yeah, it's a shark. There's a, there's a crocodile-like yeah. dinosaur in with it, isn't there, if I remember right? Like... Ah, yeah, I think you might be right, actually, yeah. But yeah, that is a beast. And uh, the, the uh, beer pump looks uh, a lot fun. As you say, Ryan, with that on it, and um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'll take an IPA. I'll give that. I'll give that a go. No, no problem. In less appealing food and beverage news, they've just uh, released a new churro that is themed to blue. Um, Jurassic Dom. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, Jurassic Blue Ted. Um, <laughs> it's basically a churro with uh, blue marshmallow icing, and it doesn't look great. Oh, I bet you it tastes lovely though. I'm sure it does, but you know when yeah. like it's hot and icing just like clumps together. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's like that. Yeah, you don't that's want what, that. That's why I don't like McFlurries. 
because like the the chocolate just goes like hard, doesn't it, on the ice cream? Yeah, you want yeah, chocolate to melt. You don't want it to go rock hard. Also, I think that's partly due to there being maybe like three machines in the whole country that work as they're supposed to. Hey, I tell you what, I read a fascinating article on McFlurry machines and why they're always broken. And uh, it sounds like the greatest pyramid scheme that's ever been created. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's fascinating stuff. Um, yeah, blue blue churros. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I can't say I'm really feeling that. No, if I'm honest. No. Food isn't meant to be well. blue. No, no. Do you just isn't. I, I, this one might be one more for, for Ryan and, and possibly P-dubs, but do you remember when I used to have coloured ketchup? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Green wasn't it? They, you could. You, there were various colours. Green was the most common, I think. But I definitely saw some blue sauce as well and some orange. And that's just weird, man. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I never tried it because even though I know it said like it was still ketchup, I was just like, yeah, but it's not the right colour. You know, they wouldn't be allowed to do that now with the numbers, would they? Probably not. It's probably why it got cancelled. To be fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one more bit of news from me, and uh, that's the endless summer resort Surfside Inn and Suites is reopening again on May the twenty sixth. Oh, that's um, that's in time for Memorial Day weekend. You do intrigue me these suites because yeah, they're I mean, on property, yeah. but they're not on property. Mm. I don't um, think they're that near either. I know, I no, know, Phil is probably banging his head against uh, a wall right now with me saying that, but. They're not really on property, are they? No. Not in a million years. Are these ones going to be closer to... Disney. Epic Universe <laughs> yeah. when that opens? Or am I making that up? Um, uh, well, I suppose they're, they're probably nearer, but they're still nowhere near Epic Universe either, really. I mean, what's been interesting is my... So my parents have been messaging me this week going, oh, we might you know, try and come out late August as well. And they're like, well, if we do come out, we're staying at Universal because there's no benefits at Disney and Universal's half the price. Yeah. And and the hotels, I mean, I know we're, we're going to be talking about, about one shortly, but they are. They do look great for the price. Oh, they're an absolute steal. And, and yeah. the thing is, you know, if you, you know, obviously the hotels we've looked at so far, so even, you know, I think, was the last episode we did at Aventura, I think? Yeah. And... You know, I mean, and we stayed there, right? And when we stayed there, it was about a year old, I think. Or was it even that year it opened, actually? I don't what even think it? it was a year. I think yeah, it was, I think it was months, like yeah. nine months, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that, that, that hotel was spotless. And yeah, it didn't have like loads of mod cons, but then Disney hotels don't either, especially not the, you know, the the, the, the value of moderates. Um, it was no, you got nothing um in those that you didn't get at the universal hotels that were brand new uh, and like you say at a fraction of the cost mm. and the thing is your parents drive right ryan so you yeah. know for them to even just drive down to disney it's only what about 15 minutes or yeah something. it's not too it's bad not, at all no so well, they, they were actually considering getting ubers because of the parking costs of disney and like they were like working out and going well it's not too much different and that basically meant that if they got ubers my dad could get drunk in epcot yeah, hey. I think how much was it for us, Pete? Was it about fifteen or twenty dollars? Yeah, it wasn't loads at all. No. Um, and the thing is, if you're saying, that. if you're saying Ryan that 
parking is about twenty five dollars. Yeah, yeah, I think twenty six now. I think I'm sure it's gone up again. Why would you yeah. put up to twenty six? Depends <laughs> on what level of resort, doesn't it? It's slightly different at the different levels. No, so I meant if you're parking at if you're going if you're parking at the park. Ah, yeah. But I think okay. it's I think it's I think it's the same. I think it's the same as as the the highest hotel right. rate to, to yeah. park. Um, but yeah, so like, even if we just say it's it's twenty five, and it costs you fifteen each way, Ryan. Well, then it's cost you an extra five dollars, and it and, means you can have a drink. Yeah, and you're getting driven. You don't have to yeah. worry like, like no stress. Yeah, exactly. You know, someone's doing it for you. Yeah, it's on the driver. Yeah. <laughs> Seventeen dollars. Seventeen dollars. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and also as well, it does vary. It does vary. It does, so yeah. I think because we we went yeah, to twenty five dollars for the parking now. Right. Up, up from twenty two. Because I think. Oh, hang on. What did I use? I use Lyft. You use Lyft, and I use Uber. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can. See if I can find my price, but I know because we we got dropped off at studios, yeah. but we got picked up from Caribbean Beach. Yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. Couldn't remember for sure, but yeah. So I mean, the price did vary because obviously it's all done on you know where you get picked up from and where you're going to. But uh, yeah, no complaints from me. Um, P Dubs, was there anything uh, you had? Yeah, just a little bit more Jurassic Park news or Jurassic World news. The uh, opening of the Tribute Store um, should be coming very shortly. They unveiled it uh, last week. So we're getting a Jurassic World Tribute Store now, replacing the Mardi Gras store that was, that's been there for the last three or four months, I think. I don't even think the Mardi Gras store had been there that long. I think it was maybe about February or March that opened. Yeah. It wasn't that long. Um, Ryan, update uh, sixteen fifty three. It looks like it cost there me. Go. There you go. Um, from Caribbean to uh, that, I mean, back to Aventura. So, yeah, it's not bad I at all. Think that might have included my tip as well. Can't I can't work out. But anyway, yeah. Never so. leave the lights on when you go out. <laughs> Why? That was your tip. That's not a good tip. Leave the lights on when you do go out. It makes it makes people think there's someone inside. Um, so uh, have you seen, P-Dubs, what is in the tribute store? No, they, they've not actually opened it yet. Um, they just announced that they were doing it and unveiled the, the gates at the front. Uh, and that's I, all they've shown so far. I'm willing to bet that inside of it will be some Jurassic Park and Jurassic World merchandise. Shut the And some off. dinosaurs, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if that because I mean we we did see it at Halloween Horror Nights as well, didn't we? When they did, had the um, Halloween Horror Nights tribute store, that they do have some food in the last room. Yeah. So I guess it depends on how many rooms they they're going to have. So I'm guessing the churro will be in there. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least the icing won't be all clumpy. Well, yeah, you'd like to think so. Being in there, I wonder if you'll see any dinosaurs and you'll get to see their butt, like we did with Slimer. memories um anything else p-dubs no that was it from me no um yeah i don't i think that was i think that was it for news really um it's i suppose that some, some significant things but also not a lot of things 
Um, but hopefully by the time we next get together, um, Jurassic Coaster, Velocicoaster would have been officially open to the public and that store will be open. So we'll hopefully get some more ideas of what's going on. Um, I've got to be honest, I looked on the website the other day, I couldn't see any new merchandise in general. So I think there's some more retro stuff coming up, but I didn't spot anything new. So I think they've just released a load of um, Mr. DNA stuff. Is it Mr. DNA? Yes. Yeah, there's a load of Mr. DNA stuff um, just come out, like T-shirts and things. Yeah, I think I think he's featured in Jurassic uh, Velocicoaster. I keep calling him Jurassic Coaster. <laughs> Velocicoaster. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's why they've just gone all in on the Mr. DNA merchandise, mm. um, which is a little bit odd because... Have we seen? I don't think we've seen this DNA in Jurassic World, have we? No, no, I don't think so. Not at all. No. So, yeah. I mean, I, I was praying for him to show up at some point in the in, in, the, in the second in the sequel because just to break, anything, the, just, break just, yeah, just to break everything else that was going on. I mean, I mean, they got they hired Jeff Goldblum, and they used him for the last two minutes. I mean, honest to God, what were they thinking? Yeah. I was half expecting Hopefully. them to, to merge Mr. DNA with a raptor at some point. Like it's just everything else been ticked off. True. Uh, hopefully they fixed it with the third one with all of them coming back. Honestly, I'm I'm excited for the third one just because it is gonna be let's throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Do you know what I mean? They'll like, all get eaten multi in the first five minutes. Oh, don't say that, Craig. Don't say that. Um, and of course, all of this news is, is very exciting if you can get over there, which at this point in time officially is not on the table. But we are expecting another update in June, I think. And if I if I recall, it looks like from the first July version of flying back to Orlando. So whether that's just them being a bit um, assumptive or if they know something that we don't. But I do think, you know, travel will be back on for us to, to go to America. So fingers crossed, we, we could possibly see this stuff sooner rather than later, but let's see. Um, but um, we'll leave the news there and we'll go and have a look at the hotels. After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com. The home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.hhnunofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. So, Craig, over to you. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Lowe's Royal Pacific Hotel. Join me, won't you? Did you like that? I thought you were going to say Adam the Woo. Adam the Woo. Um, Right, so... I've done loads and loads of revision on this whilst digging out trees today. So um, it's a South Pacific styled hotel. Um, Has anyone stayed there? No. No, it's on my list, but no, not yet. I have twice. 
uh, once with the Fambo and once with Stuart for one night during Halloween Horror Nights. One night. One night. What a night. Um, so you get the express passes for the day you check in and all days you're there and the day you check out. So we got two days of express for a Halloween Horror Night weekend. And we were able to walk back at the end of the night. It is a thousand, uh, let's get that up, a thousand guest rooms, including 51 luxury suites. It's got a lagoon style swimming pool and beach with a kids play area. What's now, a lagoon style swimming pool? It's like a swimming pool that is styled like a lagoon. <laughs> Any creatures around there? might well be so when i went in this pool it was i can remember it very vividly because i nearly threw up in the pool um it was a thunder it was about to be a thundery day we we had to get out uh, at one point and there was beer glasses floating in the water there was um, tissue paper floating in the water and then when i got out i had someone's hair on my head and down the side of my face like a hairball. Um, so it was the good, best. Um, is this no. a good time to uh, tell everybody, or I don't know if we told this story before, but we can certainly tell it again, about um, our first um, holiday to Universal. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Bay. oh, it was grim. <laughs> What happened? How did you? How did you? How did you find it? I went for a shower. Oh, and the no, water a, wasn't flowing. Yes, yeah, so it's a bath shower. So yeah. I get in the shower. Um, Nick is um, shaving me back, and the water <laughs> and the water isn't draining. So it's getting up to my ankles and stuff. And then when I get out the shower, um, yeah. Bear in mind, if if water goes up to Craig's ankles. Yeah, he's probably deep. got he's probably got about another six hours before it actually like drowns him well, yeah. whereas me I, i'm gone i'm already down <laughs> yeah, exactly. ryan's face down um <laughs> so i get out tells nick and nick just goes in like robocop and just takes the, the plug out it's one of them plugs where you, you spin the the big thing to make it go up and down so he pulls it out and then he went, what did he use? One of the stairs or something? Or a so, straw? Yeah. And he pulled out. Basically, it was the remains of a dog. It, it was this great big, two foot long hairball. There was so much hair. Oh, there was so much hair. And, and my favourite part of it, so I'm just cleaning it because I'm like, this needs, to, this needs to be cleaned. And in the background, Craig is like, just looking over my shoulder going, Hoo! <laughs> oh it nearly done me. i can't handle it so that was the pool that was the pool area anyway now i seem to remember at the pool there was some sort of water cannon a pirate type ship um play area that kids could run around in like a splash pool and and fountains and stuff so it, it is quite a nice pool in all seriousness mm-hmm. um there's a variety of on-site restaurants and lounges, which I'll just get up now. And I've shared in um, our 
Facebook group uh, the video of our breakfast at the Lowe's Royal Pacific Hotel in August 2017. Now, I don't think because of the pandemic they're doing character breakfasts, but it was a Buffy style. It was extremely reasonable uh, pricing-wise, and it was comparable to a Disney Buffy. They're all basically the same, aren't they? Yeah. You know, so it had all the sections. Now we what, met... what characters did I have? Did I have like knockoff mouse and uh <laughs> copyright duck and stuff or yes, they did actually. Um they had Bart Simpson, who was jolly good fun. They had Homer Simpson, who was hilarious. Um they had one of the minions, they had Gru. Which one? Um the little one, the little yellow one. <laughs> And then they That's had my Woody... favourite, that one. <laughs> they had Woody Woodpecker. Um, they still insist on... Woody Woodpecker's not a thing. Yeah, who, I think, what kid knows Woody Woodpecker? I think no Steven kid. Spielberg insisted on it. <laughs> Otherwise, he was going to walk. Um, yeah, I, I remember it being really impressed with the Buffy. Um, other people in the party weren't so impressed. I don't know why. I don't know what they were expecting. Um so that is in, oh, well, let me get it up. Where's that? Du, du, du. Boss podcast. Oh, I keep getting big pop-ups coming up on my screen. Um, that is in the main. Come on. Sorry. Island's dining room? That's it. Yeah, yours is better, faster than mine. Island's dining room. So it is a large, luxurious Indonesian-style dining room serving the best Pacific Rim cuisine and traditional fare around with a unique evening children's buffy and barley-style play area uh, that provide a well-deserved mealtime break for parents. Um, do you want me to go into the menu? Because it probably won't be serving. Um, but you can make reservations 407 503 Dine. That's hang on. Three. So you're so hang on. So you're like, mm, should I talk about the menu? Well, I'm I, not I, sure. But instead, I'll just give you the telephone number for you to make a reservation. Let's have a look then. I'll have a look at the menu. Right. Um, <laughs> modern Pan Asian cuisine, traditional menu, items in a casual tropical atmosphere. Monday is seven till eleven. Tuesday is, to Saturday is seven till ten. And Sunday is seven till twelve, and that's all. That's all it gives you. I've the tabs are at the really... top, Craig. The tabs are at the top. Oh, are they? I'm only on my phone. Really... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never Thanks. really understood this. Um, this eating really late at night. Like, who decides at half past ten that they want to go and have a proper meal? Europeans do it quite a bit, don't they? Yeah, yeah. right, but. I, and I get that, you know, I've got um, friends in Spain. So, you know, for them to eat dinner, it's probably normally about nine, 10 o'clock at night. But they sleep in the afternoon. Well, that's number one. But also, as you say, that's the culture. That's not, I, I don't associate American culture with eating dinner really late at night. No, it's so, the opposite. They yeah. eat early. Yeah, really, like, you know, five, early six o'clock. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's why Harvester wouldn't work in America. But because the breakfast, uh, the breakfast menu is like 
uh, $4, $5 for a tea or a coffee. It's all individually priced. So I don't think they've got buffies on at the moment. Uh, an Island Continental uh, pastries, $13. New York style bagel, $5. Muffins, $5. Fresh griddle, buttermilk pancakes, $14. Belgian waffle, $14. Um, yeah, farm fresh eggs. Two eggs, any style. Choose one in capitals, bacon, pork, sausage, or grilled ham, $14. You can only have one, now. A custom custom omelette. Choose up to three in capitals. You can have a tomato, spinach, onion, bacon, pork, sausage, but only three. Um, uh, the Big Kahuna breakfast, $22, includes pancakes, uh, pineapple pancakes, coconut shavings, um, <laughs> I think to be, to be fair, Craig. I think the pineapple, the, the coconut shavings will be the inside of the coconut, not the hairy bit. Yeah, that's oh. also fair enough. Um, yeah. uh, biscuits and sausage gravy, sunny side up egg, breakfast potatoes, bacon, ham, yogurt, granola, fruit parfait, uh, coffee and juice. So that, what that's if you bad. want the sunny side down? Eh? Like, do you just get carted yeah. out of the restaurant? It's not yeah, in capitals, not so you can't have it. It's got to be a red, capitals. A red light starts flashing if you ask for it. <laughs> so, Mr. D, mm-hmm. as someone who has lived in America, <clears throat> yep. I've never understood the egg system. So, is a mm-hmm. sunny side up egg just like a fried egg? It's a fried egg, yeah. Yeah. So, what's, what, uh, what's uh, an egg, uh, uh, easy over eggs? Easy I think over eggs, eggs over easy, so. Yeah, I think that's just like, you know, runny, I think. You know, like a like a runny sunny, yolk. Sunny side down is they flip it over and fry it on the bottom. Yeah. Or the I, top. I remember the, the bit, one of the biggest mistakes I ever saw when when uh, my nan came with us and we went we we're in Denny's and she was like, "How would you like your eggs?" And my nan was like, "Well, how'd you do it?" And uh, we were there for about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never mm. asked the options for uh... everyone else's breakfast as everyone's eating, <laughs> licking yeah. the plates and everything. The nan's still sitting there. Here's another tip: um, eggs, uh, biscuits, and gravy is horrible. And so, no, I, no, I disagree with you there. You like biscuits and gravy? I love biscuits and gravy. Yep, absolute freakazoid. <laughs> I like biscuits, but I don't like the gravy. Biscuits, uh, you like your biscuits my, and gravy? My very first meal in America, I complained because <laughs> I ordered, I ordered chicken fried steak, and it wasn't chicken. Oh. What is chicken, chicken, fried, chicken steak? fried steak? Is steak done in like a KFC batter? What? Uh, <laughs> it's not chicken. And I said to the waiter, "Oh, this isn't what I ordered. I ordered chicken fried steak." And he said, "That's what you've got." I'm like, "No, it's not chicken." He went, "Sorry, I, I have to go and get somebody to talk to you because you are foreign." That's what you've got. I mean, that sounds like you went to an English restaurant. <laughs> yeah, this, but that's what you've got. I'm sure, I'm sure he said it much more politely and. <laughs> Yeah, I've done that, but effectively, you got mate, and I felt like or don't you know? See, I've yeah. seen I've seen chicken fried steak, but yeah. because I've seen it, I, I I've seen chicken steak. fried steak too, but I haven't seen chicken fried steak one. Uh, I mean, you've got to see the go see chicken fried steak first before yeah. you watch the, the sequel. It's not going to make any sense. Um, but no, I've seen I've seen someone eat a chicken fried steak or like have it on their plate, and I just assumed. It was like a kind of slightly thin battered. I've got a, I've got a picture in my head of a, of a chicken frying steak, 
Aye, mate, have you got a chicken fried steak? Get the hen out, get the hen out and the frying pan, quick. This episode's <laughs> going in a different direction, isn't it? It's going in a very, very strange direction. <laughs> um, all right, so so what else is on the menu, Craig? Oh, yeah. Um, so a steak fried to... chicken. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's a cow frying a chicken leg. Oh, when were we talking about cows? Oh, it was on Disney Parks. Yeah. Oh, that was an episode that Ryan was salivating, money. Oh, yeah. the, the cow candle. Cow candle, yeah. Dripping oh, candle. Yeah. I'm, I'm ordering that one. If I get to the cellular this year, I'm ordering it. Yeah. After, and, that episode, after that episode went out, because um, like it gets released on Patreon, all the episodes get released on Patreon first, and then they go out to the public a few days later. So my wife had listened to it, and I said to her, um, we talked about this thing last night. I'm going to show you a picture of it. What do you think? Now, my wife is now vegetarian as well, like me. And she was like, and I, I didn't say anything to her. I, expl- I told her what it was and I showed her the picture. And she went, I wouldn't have eaten that when I ate meat, let alone now. It's enough to make you go vegetarian. I've yeah. seen a picture of it. <laughs> I mean, it's literally a candle. So Whoever thought that was a good idea... We've probably just left the uh, the restaurant open for Brian. It's literally going to be Brian in there, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, After listening to that, that sounds like absolute peaches. The worst yeah. thing is, though, is that Ryan has somehow convinced Donna that this is going to be a candlelight meal. Yeah, This is going to be a candlelight meal that's good enough to eat. What's that lingering like off beef smell? Oh, just don't worry about that. Yeah, do you reckon they'll sell the candles? Like, do you reckon like Yankee candles will sell them in the gift shop? <laughs> in, the, in the Canada Pavilion. Yeah. Mm. Uncle oh, Waltzy, your wax. Right, so, Maybe uh, that's what the smell was in uh, Mouse Gears. Yeah. <laughs> Says a lot. It seems like they're missing an opportunity here because this is a Polynesian-themed restaurant, right? And we know another Polynesian-themed restaurant just down the street. No, 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 no. You misheard. It's an Indonesian style. Yeah. No, it's a Polynesian style. Pretty sure that's what it says on the website. Oh, did you get it wrong, Craig? No, already. Indonesian. Yeah. The okay. uh, island's dining room is a modern Pan-Asian cuisine. Um, Pan-Asian, yeah. But it did say, I, I read it somewhere else as well. Yeah. I mean, but that, still, I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't swipe Ohana's. Bloody place is sold out. It says it's mingle in a laid-back lounge in Polynesian paradise. Right? That's what it says for the whole hotel. So, Yeah, that's a hotel. This is an yeah. Indonesian pan-American... <laughs> Stop digging yourself up in the sand. Okay. So anyway, just copy Ohana's. That's all I'm saying. The lunchtime menu, right? So, vegetable spring rolls, nine dollar. Pork, pork pot stick stickers, pork pot stickers, seasoned pork, carrots, and a soy dipping sauce, nine dollars. Coconut soup, eight dollars. Not for me. No. I hate coconut. Oh, not a meal. Um, General Tiso's chicken, $20. Uh, Sal. General Sal. General Sal's. Yeah. Uh, Korean ribeye, 
Oh, shrimp pad thai. We had that, didn't we, in Universal? $24. That's what we had at, um, oh, God, what's the... Is it Mythos? Mythos, yes. Yeah. yeah. Me and Stuart had it as you walk into Islands of Adventure and you get to the first corner, that oh, restaurant's yeah. on the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has it there as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Really nice. Um, chicken curry chicken. No, sorry, red... <laughs> <laughs> There's a chicken, curry chicken and chicken. Steak. I'm not happy with this. Yeah. Uh, red curry chicken, uh, twenty dollars. Red curry chicken. Yeah. Is that is that chicken or beef? I'm confused. <laughs> uh, tofu nice. broccoli low oh, chow mein low low mein low, low mein, mein. Yeah. Yeah. Eighteen dollars. Crispy I mean, tofu. As opposed to, to be the fair, high mein. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, the prices are pretty reasonable, really. Yeah, for, you know, considering you're in a resort, the mm. yeah. resort. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going into the lunch me- the, the tea menu because I can't be bothered now. Um, but there's others. There's but let me get do you, so Jake's American Bar, um, through a collaborative effort of his friends and co-workers, Jake's American Bar celebrates the life of Royal Pacific Airways, most beloved pilot, Captain Jake McNally. It just sounds an awful lot like Jock Lindsay's, doesn't it? Yes. Doesn't <laughs> His cousin, Jock, down the road. Um, <laughs> it's a perfect place to meet for drinks, food, and live entertainment. So that sounds nice. Uh, appetizers, salads, sandwiches, entries. Uh, do, do, do. Yeah, I'm not that says looking. plane that's floating in the... In the yes. lagoon, isn't that? Yeah, that's the backstory. There. Um, the Orchid Court Lounge and Sushi Bar, the all new Orchid Lounge and Sushi Bar is the heart of our South Seas paradise, offering a vibrant menu uh, of inventive sushi, sashimi. What's sashimi? Sashimi is um, normally really thin. Uh, fish, so it's like it's like like slivers almost. Think about um, ah right, rather than big salmon. slabs of the salmon. So it's it's wafer, thin. I had yeah. um, the first time I had proper sushi. So I tried sushi when I was uh, in my teens in in London at Yo Sushi, and just assumed that's what sushi was supposed to taste like, and didn't like it. Um, and I had tuna sashimi in Vegas at some very posh restaurant and it was it blew my mind like the difference in in quality so sashimi is a delicacy okay um it's got japanese whiskey sake beer um sake beer sake and beer oh, right, it, it features a theater theater in the round design and seating areas with sweeping views of our tropical retreat the yeah, <coughs> <laughs> the Bula Bar and Grill. Bula means welcome in Fijian, and you'll definitely feel at home in this casual poolside eatery. Oh, no. Um well I can't what's the one called in um, in the Aldrock? Oh I've got the, I think I've got the bike the out there. No, that's the main restaurant, the bar one. Uh, enjoy food beverages with tropical flair, fruity drinks, sandwiches, wraps, and a big Bula Burger. 
um, Bula ice cream, Bula Bula Bula. So, and then there's the Tutu market, or sorry, the Tuk Tuk market. Um, it offers coffee, breakfast items, pastries, uh, hot and cold sandwiches, wok bowls, sushi to go, ice cream, uh, grab a bite, relax in our seat. This is a fabulous hotel. It's very, very atmospheric. Uh, you walk like over, a, from what I remember, a bridge to get into it, a wooden bridge with all like little statues along it. Um, They're called gnomes. Yeah, uh, very, very relaxed. Um, whereas Hard Rock has got a little bit more spunk about it, this is a bit more chilled out. Um, I th- I'm sure it had a big fountain. It had a like an indoor one of them indoor outdoor gardens as well. Do you know where it's like the hotels built around the garden type of thing, but you can go out and sit in it, like an atrium hey. kind of thing. Yeah, we didn't spend a lot of time in there because you're there for the you know both times. Uh, we were only there for a, a couple of nights or one night, but it's a lovely hotel. One night, great. Yes. So I've been watching been watching videos on this one and uh, well the the three deluxe resorts yeah. so Portofino, Hard Rock, and Royal Pacific. And one of the things, I mean, obviously it's watching a video, so you don't really get a true a true representation of the, the hotel. But one of the things that just struck me is some of it looks like really well themed, like some of the pools and the landscape and stuff like that. But then other bits like like the lobby and some of the restaurants didn't look is well themed is that is that what you thought or is that just the video just doesn't really show up as well um yeah you're sort of right it, it's it's ve- it's a huge lobby and there's there's big vast spaces um with seats dotted throughout it and uh, the check-in desk was like right over to one side. It, it's it's strange, but it's very it's lit, very well lit from what I can remember. You know, with, with natural light, whereas the Hard Rock isn't so much. It's a, it's a bit more uh, in your face. It's a bit more on top of you. Um, but it, it's it's not a bad thing. I mean, and the room layout is basically exa- identical to the Hard Rock. You know, yeah. which is identical to the beach club at Disney. You know, remain it's all mm. pretty much standard. It's still a cracking hotel. Mm. Yeah, it did look good. Um, yeah, that's all I did on it, to be honest. Sorry. And then, how how long is the walk from there to uh, the parks? Um. Oh. I can't remember. I'll be honest with you. I would uh, say, be... I mean, I, I didn't stay there, right? So I'm only guessing from when you kind of branched off to the hotel, but I think it was about 10 minutes on that pathway. Mm. Maybe a little bit longer. Like, I think, I want to say Aventura was about t- nearer 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then this was nearer 10. Yeah, it's definitely rounds, not the actual like lobby or anything. So yeah, I mean hard rock. You walk out, you walk through the pool area, out the gate, yeah, and you're basically at the security. You're about two minutes away, and you're about five minutes away from the gates of Universal. Um, 
you're not that close. You, you know, you still it's still a good walk away. You can get on the boat, so that's how far away you are. That they, mm-hmm. they have a boat for you. I seem to remember. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that in the I saw that in the video. It didn't look it didn't look super far. I mean, it just it's certainly closer than like Cabana Bay and that sort of thing. Isn't it? It's quite a bit yeah. closer. Yeah, Don't I mean, decide. I walked it, didn't I? Uh, Cabana Bay, and I walked it when I was with Stuart. He got the bus. I got I got to Universal first. Um, so they're all close. It mm. just de- depends on how. It's, it's like. Disneyland Paris, or you can walk, but some of them hotels are a good twenty-minute walk away, aren't they? But the walking distance yeah. away. Yeah. So you get the you get the unlimited express pass. Unlimited express what you stay. for every person in the room. In the room, yeah. Which and is they all, unbelievable. Yeah. The only thing that doesn't cover then is Hagrid's and Born Stuntacular. Right now, is that right? Yeah, and it won't do the the new uh, Jurassic Park coaster no. either, will it? Um, no. But you know what? The, the, that that pass is phenomenal. I mean, mm-hmm. we go in August, and you don't need it every day, but you just get used to using it. And yeah. you you go on Transformers, you get off it, you walk around, and you go on it again because you can. And mm-hmm. you can do that on a, on a, all the rides, obviously. Yeah. When I went in September with Nick and I had the Sunday to myself, I didn't need an express pass. I walked on every ride because it was Sunday morning. It was empty. Mm-hmm. But you, it, it said, yeah, it said in the blurb that you get um, like priority seating in certain restaurants as well, but it didn't say which restaurants. Do you, do you know which restaurants? I don't, and I've never tried to capitalise on that because I've never known that. You've just mm-hmm. educated me because I've... I've always struggled because Universal is so backward in the reservation system, whereas Disney's is on an app. And I mean, it might have changed now at Universal because it's been a couple of years. But Disney, as we know, is the dining plan and you can go on the app and make reservations on the day or 180 days out, whatever. But yeah, um, I mean, there was a party of 17. I get it. It's a pain. But you'd, you'd go and say, I with party 17, can I make a booking for tonight or can I make a booking for tomorrow? We were there five days. Mm. He'd say, no, um, just turn up and we'll we'll take your number or we'll give you a pager. So very hit and miss. So, But I would imagine if you went to reception and asked them, they would make the reservations for you. Right. Just, I've just learned something new. Yeah. Yeah, I just couldn't find a list anywhere. Um, and then if you've got an EP, you can get a, you can get a discount at these hotels, yeah? Um, yeah, Ripples. I've seen something that suggested 30%. Yeah. Mr. Ripples suggested that as well. So if you put that on top of the, uh, the Express Passes, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? You're paying... I think it's 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 around two fifty off the top of my head for a hard rock room, maybe as a guess. Um, yes. You know, maybe three hundred as a max, maybe. Yeah. And then if there's four of you in the room, you're getting four hundred dollars worth for each day of express passes. Mm-hmm. So you just go for one night, you're getting eight hundred dollars worth of free passes. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then you've got a 30% discount. It's a no-brainer. Absolutely mm. pays for itself. Mm. And you get early park admission. So you can you can go and check in at the hotel at seven o'clock in the morning and they will issue so they used to give you your, your key card and you'd go and have to go and do a photo ID of your express pass. Now universal is facial recognition. So the first time you you show your room key, mm-hmm. they take it at the first ride, they can take a scan of your face and then the rest of the day your face marries up to your room key basically. Right. So it works quite well. So Ryan, um you you sent a picture of some child suites. Is that from this hotel? It is, yeah. They've got Jurassic World kids suites in, in this hotel. Oh wow, that that'll be brilliant. Do you wanna do you wanna explain what you saw? Yeah, well, so I could, got... but <laughs> you 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 found it, so I'll let you do it. Yeah, they're they're from Jurassic World, and they're 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 themed on the little um, like bubble ride. I don't know what it what it's actually called. What the actual attraction? Gyroscope, I think. Oh, the gyros things, yeah. So the beds are themed like those. Um, They look pretty cool, and then the the floor is like a a map of the the island. Then you've got a background with some dinosaurs and things in it. And I think they've also got like a kids activity center that is dinosaur themed as well. Do you know what I'd like to see now? Mm. Has anyone seen the Netflix show The Floor is Lava? Yes. Yeah, I, I want a hotel room thing like that. <laughs> no. No? Okay. <laughs> Absolute nightmare going for the way at two o'clock in the morning. Mm. Fun. I call it fun. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think it looks like a really nice hotel. And what I don't think we talked about the rooms, did we, actually? What, well, what the rooms well, like, I, and I'm sorry. What I mean by that, what, like when we looked at some of the other ones, they were like family suites and stuff like that. So, what does this hotel have in in terms of of those kind of? Um... So the, they've got a thousand. Um, where was the information? Was it fifty, fifty one luxury suites, one thousand guest rooms? So it's a substantial. Um, hotel i'm just getting pictures up now i have obviously have stayed in them they they have been i think they've had a, an upgrade because they're, they're a bit the difference when i was there the more they, they've got like paper paper lights uh, and flowers on the wall and stuff like that um yeah very flowery very floral yeah they weren't like that when we were there, so they've had a refurb. And 51 luxury suites, so I bet you there, boss. Let's have a look. Uh, okay, a luxury suite range in size from 670 square feet to a sprawling 2,010 square feet. Uh, and have all the right ingredients to make your stay refreshing and relaxing, whether you opt for a Jurassic Park kid suite or a Captain's Presidential suite. Uh, The fact is, not all Orlando resorts are created equal, but with ample space and so many extras, the guest rooms here 
at lowe's persona or surprisingly good value plus our location on the grounds of da, 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 universal yeah the, these um garish purple flowers all over the walls like in 10 foot tall like purples that's fine for me um the the jurassic park looks boss um and a, a picture of the suite it's got a great big couch it's got a dining table it's got an office desk for doing some officing um looks lovely yeah so p-dubs yeah you are probably the next person to have a trip with universal privileges yeah are you i think you're kind of set on the hard rock would this kind of rock the boat a little bit we've already booked the hard rock so um no <laughs> at the moment um to be fair the hard rock was the one that we were always aiming for it was um it was never really a choice and um, because we're only staying for, for two uh, one night one night um it was it was never really a choice we wanted to be at the, the one that was closest to the entrance to be honest uh, and especially with the Halloween Horror Nights night thrown in the middle. Um, it was always the first choice. Yeah. I'm, I'm tempted. I mean, for me, it's at the minute, it's between this one and, and Portofino. From if We're planning on staying at Universal for at least one night. One night. Uh, one night. Um, just because it's going to be easier with Piper being with us and then we get the Express Passes. So I don't know when I can do all of the bigger rides individually and I know I know there's child swap and stuff like that but that's what we're thinking it's just going to be easier to stay at Universal with, with Piper so it's between if, this one and Portofino if the missus takes the baby back to the room for whatever reason you can bomb round them parks with your express pass yeah uh, you know if if needed and you're so close you're walking distance you could bring food back I mean I've told the story of Ardrock and the Uber Eats for McDonald's. It was there in minutes before I'd even got down to the lobby. The, it, the, the food was there. It was unbelievable. It would be the same here. Do you know what I mean? The, you, oh, you, you're walking back to the room with your voodoo donuts and, and all that palaver. It'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, um... that's, the, that's the other thing. It's like, Obviously, she'll be in probably asleep in a pram, like just hit a few to the outside bars in City Walk in the evening, that kind of thing. We've had a comment Perfect. here, actually. Oh, um, where was it? Oh, I've got some. I've got some breaking news to, to reveal at the end of this episode. Um, yeah, John John Self said that he enjoyed the, the Minions breakfast as well um, ah. when when he, he was there. But he said also the Tuck Tuck Grab and Go area. Uh, is a vast improvement. I don't know if he means uh, like on the breakfast or just in general for food, but uh, yeah, he recommends tuck, tuck, grab and go. So we didn't talk about that one, but that's what I think recommends. that's the, the little marketplace, isn't it? Sounds yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah that's what so. Here's a pet friendly resort as well. Not Not much good to any of us, but for American visitors, you can take, you've got to pay extra, I think. But you can take your pets there as well. All those Lowe's hotels are, which is a bit unusual to me, but there they are. Mm. 
And I've answered my own question. So I did find a thread which I've shared in our group, but it's an Orlando Sentinel thread, Dining Reservations at Universal Orlando Complete Guide. And it is worth looking at because you're right, Craig, there's no central number. So all the all the numbers of all the different restaurants are listed there. And if there's online reservations, then there's a link to it. But quite a lot of the restaurants have actually got priority seating for either the Royal Pacific, Hard Rock, or Portofino. So like Finnegan's, Lombard's, Confisco Grill, Mythos, they've all got priority seating. Quite a few of the City Walk ones, Antihitos, Big Fire. Strangely enough, not Bubba Gump's. Uh, Cowfish is... Uh, Jimmy Buffett is, Toothsome is not, but I believe all you do is you just show your room key and you get you get to the front of the line, which uh, is a pretty good perk, actually. Yeah. I wish I'd have thought of that. That meat place, Ryan, is, it looks amazing, and the smell as you walk past. The, uh, it does the it pretty good. Place. Yeah. Mm. You'll have the meat sweats, mate. Well, I probably will have the meat sweats just, just smelling it, to be fair, nowadays. but You'll come out dipped in gravy with a biscuit <laughs> on his head. <laughs> um, was there anything else you wanted to say about the hotel? Yeah, I was going with him. Huh? I wish I was going with Ryan. I've, I've, I've just been, while, while we've been talking, I've been looking at the... Uh, Annual passes. I might get one if uh, if both my trips are happening this year. It's probably going to be worth getting an annual pass. It is so worth. Well, oh, it's absolutely worth it, mate. What what I did, I'm not, I, I mean, it doesn't make as much sense as this, but what I did was I I had the the two week ticket because that was the lowest I could buy in the UK. Um, and I just on the last day I just upgraded it to an annual pass. And it cost me like twenty dollars or something stupid, um, but yeah, I mean, there's almost no point in doing that because I don't, I, I obviously don't think you save any money doing that, um, because you're you're getting you're paying twenty dollars for the uplift because that's the difference. That was the difference at the time between my UK ticket and the annual pass. So yeah, yeah. but so uh, you're rooming with Dan, aren't you, in September? Yeah. So, I mean, you could, if you're saving 30% on the rooms, you and him could book a unit with your annual pass. You could book a. Uh... He's booked already, though. Yeah, but you could yeah, just. Probably. You could just. You get so much more. You're both getting an express pass, which you might or might not need, um, but it gives you options. You can literally go on the aisle, no problem. And then you can do Halloween on nights and just fall into bed and go back yeah, to Disney. So that's what I'm thinking. And it, and you get a discount. Like... Do you get a discount on Halloween Horror Night tickets as well if you've got an EP? Uh, I would have thought so. Don't you, you get a free ticket? Yeah. Yeah, you get a free night, don't you? Yeah, they are limited, don't they? It's not. It's not like any old night. I think there's there's only certain nights that you the free tickets only for certain nights, aren't they? Yeah, but I don't think you get. I don't think you get discount on. I think you get discount on some of the uh, activities. So, like, if you want to do an RIP tour, I think you get like a ten yeah. percent discount if I remember rightly. But you don't get uh, 
you don't get like discount tickets throughout. I think it's just a free ticket on certain passes. Right. What about the Express though? Do you get on on the Halloween Horror Nights Express? Do you get a discount on that if you've got an AP? Don't know. And of course, the question obviously... is if they're going to have Express passes. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. But I mean, we're we're going to stay for three nights next year. So if we get thirty percent off the hotel, and then I think you get is it ten percent off dining and merchandise. Yeah. So if we buy one, we'll probably buy one AP to get those discounts. I think it's I think you'll save money. I think it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely thinking about it. Definitely something worth considering, right? I'm gonna wait until we know for sure whether the UK can actually travel to America, but as soon as that happens is when I'll book my Universal Hotel and probably get an annual pass. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, if that's everything, um, I would normally say like the, 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 the kind of close of the show, but I've got some breaking news. So I was trying to get a guest on for this episode. And in true fashion, I left it a little bit too late to organize. So that person is going to um, going to record something which I'll play at the end of this episode. So um, that's all I can say. Um, but um, yeah, you might you might recognize them. So we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll leave it there. Um, but yeah, I think we'll wrap the episode up here. So thank you all for joining me. And we will see you next month for another episode. Ta-da. See you later. See you now. Bye. Bye-bye. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network. What's up, the After Dark Podcast? It's Luke. It's your boy. Long time no talk. Um... I am recording this on my back porch right now. Just moved to Orlando. Just a quick update. How cool is that? Finally here. Doing it. It's Saturday. It's my day off. It's been a long week, but I'm here. And I'm here to give a review of Velocicoaster. I am going to try to stay as spoiler-free as I can. Because I don't know who's looking forward to it. I know I was looking forward to it. I didn't want any spoilers at all. So... I'll, I'll try to give my best review without spoiling anything too much. Um, where do I start? It is the greatest coaster in Florida by far. Um, I know I heard somebody was talking to my girlfriend who actually works the ride. Someone went off or got off the ride and told her that they think it's better than King Daka, which, if you don't know, is basically the king of coasters. It's 456 tall up in New Jersey. It's a huge launch coaster. Kind of similar to the... Sorry if you hear engines and stuff. Like I said, I'm on my back porch. Um, But yeah, it's similar because the top hat is basically the top of King Dakar, but obviously the Velocicoaster version is a lot smaller. Um, I don't don't know how to to, to say this without spoiler-free. It's a great coaster. The first, it's kind of split up into two parts. 
So you have the, the first part where you're kind of running around in the raptor cage. Um, spoiler, there are raptors in this ride, I know. So crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the first part is kind of a little bit... It's it, it's not... I was going to say it's a slower than the second half, but it's not. Because it still whips you around and it's super fun. And then the second part is when you're kind of more on the lagoon side which i love especially my favorite part is the top hat you get up there and you can just see everything you can see all of islands of adventure all of universal studios and just it's such a different point of view seeing the parks like that just being however tall it is 130 140 feet or something up in the air just above the lagoon and it's crazy it goes i think like 76 miles an hour i think that that main launch is um there is only two launches I think, yes, there's only two. I'm counting them in my head. There is only two. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> two launches. Great coaster. If you are a coaster fanatic, you are going to absolutely love this ride. I am a coaster fanatic, and like I said, it's the best ride in Florida. It's at the top of my list by far. Um, let's see if Iron Guazi can beat it if, whenever it opens. Um, but yeah that's that's kind of it without staying staying spoiler free the queue is awesome you're gonna love it everything it's it's a themed roller coaster that is also a great roller coaster so you get the best of both worlds um now a lot of people have been comparing it to hagrid's and in my opinion i like this better than hagrid's only because it's more of an intense roller coaster again it's an intense roller coaster this isn't this isn't uh, anything like the mummy or even Hagrid's. It's a lot more intense, and you you will want to think about that before going on. If, I'd say if you've done the Hulk, you can do this, but it's very similar to the G's oh, that the Hulk has to offer. Um, anyways, I hope I hope this was a good review. I'm just kind of recording this out of nowhere. I didn't write a script or anything because you know I, I I like to talk to you guys as if I'm talking to you through a conversation this is this is me um anyways i hope you guys are doing well i hope this episode is going well i don't know what you guys are talking about i would assume velocicoaster so here's my review there it is nice talking to you guys see ya